Diddly dim dim, British Strongman podcast. So today, Shane, we'll talk about people approaching competition season, getting getting comps in. We'll have a bit of a change of uh, direction from the last couple of episodes. Let's talk about comp bag, comp day, comp bag. What's it, what would be in your comp bag? I'll answer one second. I need to ask you something. Is England's right a two eighty fifteen inch dead or a two sixty fifteen inch dead? 280. Right, cool. Thank you. Because I've been told three different weights by three different people and I needed to... And then Shannon just said to me before, oh, Josh was pulling 260 yesterday, so I'm guessing it's 260. Yeah, well, yeah like, only because I can't fucking pull 280. But I was like, no, I swear it's 280. And then... So anyway, I need to cut up. Right, comp day, comp bag. So obviously... Kind of depends a little bit on your events, doesn't it? Unless you just want to have a full bag of fucking everything. But um, for me, kind of, I mean, I'm not talking about the bog standard things that everyone knows, like your belt and stuff. But for me, I like to be, I've had things happen to me in comps that um, kind of fuck me over a little bit. So I like to be extra prepared when I go to comp, like even down to things like I bring two pairs of two pairs of straps can you put me in uh, two pairs of straps because um, I've had it before in comps where I've doing a deadlift for reps and a strap's ripped and as as infrequent as that probably happens I make sure that if it ever happens to me again um, I've got a second pair of straps put I always bring a set of straps out and put them in front of me on the deadlift while I do a deadlift for reps just because this one comp my strap ripped and well, I was like looking around at people like, can someone chuck me a strap? And obviously no one chucks you a strap um, and that, that ruined my event. So I have, I have extra pairs of straps. I have, um, like we've talked about on the stone thing, I would try and get some different tackies just so that when I pull them out my bag, I can see which one's the best consistency. Um, with stone sleeves, I would... I've never competed with them, but I don't. I don't personally think I would compete with stone sleeves. I think I'd just go like full raw dog. To be to be perfectly honest. Um, so, so a time where where stone sleeves might be useful at comp, even if you don't train with sleeves, would be potentially. You know, if it's a sweltering hot day, um, and you see some people on a really really hot day, they may struggle to apply the tacky if they're sweaty. Um, right. So, I don't think so your, uh, your, tape, your tape slips down, doesn't it, on a hot day? Yeah. Uh, you get sweaty underneath the tape, and it can it can move. So, so that'd be a good instance where you could uh, potentially use the stone sleeves at a comp when you're sweaty. Go on, then, Shane. Keep going, mate. Um, then what else do I have? Man, I don't I don't want to just go over to your bog standard kit that you bring to the gym. Yeah, go, well, go, go, go on. What what do you have in your in your in your kit bag? Like what I'll go through like my belts and all my sleeves and stuff like that. Like well, you know, I'm uh, I've got an underbelt that I wear on stones. I don't really wear anything else. Uh, but I put a lever belt over the top. Um, I have elbow cuffs just because for me personally, I just prefer. The, you know, the slingshot compression cuffs. I prefer those to a sleeve. They don't restrict, you know, my mobility is already restricted and a sleeve restricts it even more. So the cuffs like this middle ground for me, I quite like it. Um, I've got uh, wrist wraps, but to be honest, in Strongman, I only wear wrist wraps on an axle. 
I don't wear wrist wraps on uh, any other overhead event, really. Um, to be honest, I don't. Know. I just don't feel like I don't need to. Um, and then the kind of things that I've bring that are a bit random is I'll bring a liquid chalk and a powdered chalk. I don't really know why I bring both. I just I just do, just in case. Like the liquid, the, the powder chalk for my hands, the liquid chalk I always have because I like to put it on the implement. So, for example, if I'm doing log for reps and I see it's a big slippy log, I'll be a cheeky cunt and go over when everyone's warming up and I'll liquid chalk the log so that, not just for me, everyone will get liquid chalk and log, but I take, I always make sure I plan for that instead of thinking, oh, someone else will chalk it. I think to myself, no, I'm going to go chalk that log or a dumbbell, for example. It makes quite a big difference if you liquid chalk a slippy yeah, dumbbell. Absolutely massive, mate, honestly. Like, um, you know, we've got the, uh, so thanks to Rebel Strength, by the way, who've sp sponsored the uh, Britain's Strongest Man Under 80 event. They sent me a brand new 50 kilo dumbbell the other day to use for the record attempt. And what was, I was tempted to just keep it new and beautiful till the day but it would have stitched all the guys up because I went and trained with that and it was slippy, slipping all over the place. So I've used it for a few sessions, used, covered it in uh, like liquid chalk because obviously we want to see the guys do as best, as good as possible. And uh, just what an unbelievable difference it makes to these kind of, you know, these implements that are powder coated like Shane says. So don't be afraid that you come to take the initiative and slam some uh, liquid chalk on the, the implements that you're going to use. Lock, and then this, is a, this is a random one. I, I actually have in my gym bag. Uh, I think I, I literally think I've still got it in there. I bought a, a nail kit. Well, I've always had nail kits, but I fucking got one. I put it in my gym bag because if you ever lose a callus, which can happen in a comp, but like I'd say in your average comp, like, one athlete will lose a callus, you know what I mean? It, it, it can happen, and you don't want it to fuck up your event. So I've got a bit of super glue and um, some a little nail kit just to be able to trim it off if I need to. That's a random one. Um, and what else? I think I think that's it, really. To be to be honest with you, I'm just kind of like I've got random stuff in my gym bag that's kind of like prep for worse situations, kind of thing. Um, yeah, and. It's just because I've had stuff happen to me in the past where I've been like, oh, I wish I had that on me. Uh, so then I just put it in there. Hopefully, stuff like this never happens again. But like I say, I'm always prepping just in case it it does because you just never you just never really know. Um, oh, and also, I have apple cider vinegar in my gym bag, which you might think is the most random thing in the world. But if you are ever cramping which again people getting strong man it's a long day in this heat especially like by the, by the end of the day you're going up to stones and let's say your pecs are a little crampy or whatever so when you squeeze the stone it, it's putting you off or your hamstrings are twitching whatever the hell it is you know apple cider vinegar it's like a little cheap trick i learned if you take a shot of it just before you go out for your event it does something to just completely stop cramp for about about two minutes so it literally gives you this freedom to forget about that issue and just go ham in your event and you won't be fucked over by cramp so that's another little random one i've got oh that's class mate um 
so so like generally what's in your what's in your gym bag say you were coming to say, say for instance you're coming to train at mine shane like what would you bring it and you you haven't really got a plan you're just going to do some events freestyle it what would you make sure that's in your bag like say what what belt and what sleeves and what 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 other yeah. stuff so i i'm like i'm a knee sleeve whore so i'm like yeah everything i do is in knee sleeves so i have the strength shop double plies um i wear them pretty much for apart from like deadlift maybe pretty much everything even like bag throw sometimes i don't need them on for bag throw but often i'll put them on yeah. yeah um and then so so knee sleeves are like a one of the ones where i'm like i i feel like i need them so i i put them in for definite uh the ollie shoe most of my overhead events are done in an ollie shoe um and then my lever belt will be the kind of third most important uh, i wear that on pretty much every event as well like again even on my bag throw if i put a belt on it feels better i don't need to wear it but i just i would in a comp or if i was going like proper serious in training or whatever i'd put a, put a belt on for bag from and knee sleeves and, and melly shoes and then um my underbelt would be kind of important because that I've, I've, for me it makes a big difference on since you showed me on stones it makes a huge difference for me on the stone uh just feels a lot better and i don't have to worry about that pinching of my skin that was always an issue doing volume on the stone was just nipping my skin on my lever belt so if i put the underbelt on yeah gets rid of that so obviously stones is a big thing in strongman so i would definitely make sure i put me uh me underbelt in and by, then by the way a sh shout out for an uh, for an underbelt recommendation company and again there's no link we're not getting any benefit from it but honestly like loads of people message me about the have messaged me in the past about where do you get where do you get your underbelt from and they're shocked when i send them this link to ebay to these rdx belts um, and they're, they're like seventeen ninety nine. Um, so just go go in, um, go to eBay, search for RDX Lumber Support, and then uh, it'll it'll come up and it'll be like seventeen ninety nine delivered or eighteen eighteen ninety nine. And they're just um, they're just such great value um, because like they, they just stop the pinching on the say 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 you're wearing a big like. Um, like say an SBD belt, for instance, that again for me is is just absolutely amazing. I fucking absolutely love the SBD belt. Um, but if if I wear if I ever wear the SBD belt on its own, I find that it's like brutal and it's really uncomfortable on the ribs. So I actually find that wearing the underbelt, even for like say deadlifts, um, literally everything. Um, I find that I can get my other my my SBD belt even tighter than I would because it doesn't the belt doesn't dig in. Um, yeah. It just generally feels great and then stops pinching on like log cleans on like axle cleans and stones keg carries etc. Um, and they're just great value. You can get other ones like Cerberus have one that's about fifty quid. Strength Shop have one that's about fifty quid. They're pretty good. Um, I personally like the like I've got one of the OG Ray Band ones that, that uh, Rosie Pearson gave me actually she was getting rid of it um, throwing it away 
Um, and that, that's really, really good. I think I got the strength shirt one, but the problem with the strength shirt one for me is it's a tiny bit thicker than uh, the one you've got. Yeah. Um, and it makes it a bit of a pain to uh, get my belt right, to be honest, especially because you've got the SBD. You yeah. can adjust it, whereas mine, it makes it so I would I, I need to unscrew the um, yeah, yeah, and move it because it's quite thick. So I have actually been thinking about buying a thinner one, um, just because it, you know, it's just a tiny bit too thick for the. I mean, it's better. It's better for back support, I guess. But for my yeah. purpose, it, it's a little bit of a pain. Um, so I, I might actually get an RDX one to be honest with you. Yeah, really good, mate. Um, and also as well the. I actually wear the RDX, then the Ray Ban, then the. So I use the RDX as an under under belt. Um, but but anyway, talking about belts, like the SBD, that's what's so good about the SBD belt. Like essentially, it's just a thirteen mil belt. But what's so good is that is that buckle, because you it just like, you know, like say your your weight will fluctuate between what ninety three and ninety eight or something, Shane. Like it, it's actually a bit like a massive difference week, week by week in terms of your measurement. So what might be perfect on your your uh, your lever belt one week might be too tight the following week and affecting your start position on deadlift or whatnot. It might be a little bit loose the week after. Um, whereas SBD, you can change it, obviously, every single set. So I find it's re really good for, like, say, stuff like yoke. I'll just go, like, max tightness because you're... Like, like basically I'll go tighter on a yoke than I would do in a deadlift for instance uh, so to not affect the start position which you can do in the same session with the SBD but that's what's so good about that that buckle you see um, so in terms of my, my gym bag I'll have like say the say a, a variety of sleeves I particularly like the Cerberus uh, 9 millimeters the, the nine millimeter knee sleeves. Um, I used to always wear the SBD neoprene, but since trying the, which is seven mil, but since going to the, trying the Cerberus nine millimeter ones, um, go back to the SBDs and they just feel like carb, cardboard. It's mad. It's mad how much better the, the nine mil ones feel. And then, <clears throat> And then for like loading events and squatting, I'll actually wear like the 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 ply sleeves on top of the neoprenes, so it's like double. So you get the like the support, sorry, the the compression and warmth of the neoprene, but you're getting the spring of the ply sleeves, if you will. So that's like quite kind of a little trick that I don't see many people using, um, but it's uh, it's crazy how how good it is, what a difference it makes. Um, what else? Do you have any little things in your gym bag then that I haven't mentioned? I'm sure you got loads of random shit. Yeah, well, fucking hell. Like, I, I'll have like a variety of straps. I'll have like six or seven, six or seven pairs of straps at different, different lengths, different thicknesses. That um, I'll have figure of eights. I've got, um, I've got figure of eights that I'd use if I was using like a twenty nine mil bar figure of eights that I'd use if uh, using like a deadlift bar, subtle, subtle changes. And then 
you, obviously the, the 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 rules are, are, are different on each comp depending on the organizer some people might say thumbs touching the bar some people might say thumbs around the bar some don't stay um some say full grip on the hand some say no figure of eights so you've got to be skilled at using the the kind of um the conventional straps um, what about bringing some extra stuff? I know your philosophy on strongman is a little different to most people's, but what do you think about... I mean, like, with, with warm-ups and assistance and shit like that, so, like, obviously, it'd be quite yeah. common to bring a band, wouldn't it, or a, um, you know, a ball or some shit. Yeah. To, do you bring anything like that or not? No. No, I, I, I don't. Unless I, know, unless I know that I'm prone to a certain range of motion limitation that's stopping me doing the specific exercise I'm going to do at the comp, but of which I'd be holistically addressing that within my training. So I wouldn't need to on comp day. Do you know what I mean? Like I literally go up, I just literally go on comp day and I'll just do the specific lift in the specific kind of rep range that I'm going to do and, and just adjust the load. Sometimes you warm up at well, like it just varies comp to comp. Yeah. So for me, I bring a band, but I yeah. don't, I don't want to have to use it. You know, basically, no. ideally, I'd have a nice warm up area and I can just do me the movement. But I always have a band available just because I've been to them comps before where the warm ups aren't ideal, and for me, I'd rather. Like say it's deadlift, even if I do some banded good mornings or something. Yeah. Just to get a bit of blood flow there. And even though even though it probably doesn't do anything, mentally it tells me that I'm a bit prepped for it. And uh, so yeah, I always have a little band, but in an ideal situation, it's more there for oh, this is a bit shy, I'm gonna use this instead of actually planning to use it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, so yeah. other little stuff for me that I have in my my gym bag and comp bag or whatever, they might sound like a pussy, but fucking travel sickness pills. <laughs> like if a, I went to a comp with a, um, some of the lads the other day and I got a lift, and, whereas I always drive and I uh, I got a lift and uh, had uh, my travel sickness pills on the way there and the way back and I was okay. But otherwise, I just feel I just feel awful. Um, just reminding me as well another thing a ritual i do every comp on the morning of the comp when i'm yeah. well, after my breakfast i have an emodium <laughs> every time just yeah. because just because i fucking i think i just get like nervous shits or something i just think like every time i go to a comp i always need to have about 12 shits yeah and it probably put, puts me off so i learned fucking about years ago i learned just pop a fucking emodium and then you won't. Well, sometimes I pop two, and then I just don't shit for like the whole comp day. And then the next day, I've got to reap the uh, the punishments. But um, it's much better doing that for me than thinking like oh, I'm out for a minute in a deadlift. I need a shit. And oftentimes, comp toilets. You know, I'm a specific pooer. You know what I mean? I can't just go shit anywhere. Uh, so when you're at some dodgy fucking gym toilet, you know, I'm like a bit. Ner- I feel like I need shit, and then I get there, and I'm like, I can't shit. And then I go to do deadlifts and I shit myself. That's why I shit myself. Like, I think I've shit myself. Probably 80% of comps I've done. 
until I started using Imodium. Absolute nightmare. Yeah, that's good. But so, so a good idea for some people would be take take some wet wipes and a toilet roll as well. Um, another, yeah. Another, yeah. Another field. If you're in a field or something like that when you're competing, bring some toilet roll. <laughs> you just never know, honestly. Uh, another thing that's been a game changer for me that I got from uh, somebody who coaches CrossFit has been um, you you keeping some K tape in my in my bag and a pair of scissors for if calluses do rip. Like I ripped a callus when I did that when I did the comp in India the other year, and if I'd have had anything grip grippy after that, I would have been fucked because I didn't know how to deal with it. Whereas now. What I would do is basically I'd cut a cut a long strip of um, of K tape, cut a hole in the middle, and then basically put it down your hand. So like basically tape it at the bottom of your wrist, and then the other side of your wrist, and then it's just basically covering where your where your calluses will go, and then use the same length to tape tape it round to keep it fixed in position. It feels great. Yeah, it's a good little trick, though, isn't it? The, I got that off CrossFit as well. I think they always tear their hands doing uh, kipping pull-ups, don't they? I think they've just yeah. found a really good way to tape themselves so that they can keep going. It's pretty it's pretty cool, actually. Because in yeah, Strongman, you, if you tear a callus, like you say, the next event, if you've got grip, it's you're fucked, aren't you, really? Um, or it's going to be a problem, especially if it's bleeding. You're just fucked. Yeah, so, so it's quite a good way, and it, and it like doesn't. I was a bit nervous at first because I thought, oh, it's going to negatively affect my grip. My grip's not going to be as good, but it, fe- it feels really good. Um, so in terms of in terms of comp bags, like I've always been skeptical, um, but I bought one of the Affinity um, comp bags the other day. I just. Um, I just looked at someone's at the gym and I thought, fuck me, it's absolutely massive. It's got all these compartments. You've, they have them now so you can put your belt, uh, it's got a place for your belt on the outside. And uh, because I, I, over the last year or two, I've been, I've, I've been like, I've, been, I've had like two big bags, two pretty big bags. And then like, just, just such a mess, like mixing in between and then I need to take them both everywhere or have a big sort through and then prioritize them in one but and it's just a pain in the ass whereas now i've just got a bag that's big enough for all the stuff that that i need and for the comp day the bag so the sbd belt fits on the on the outside nicely because that's what i was finding on comp days i was like cramming my belt into the bag to save space and then it's stealing all the space and then it just it sounds pathetic but a big thing that I used to dread before comps was actually doing another trip to the gym to pack my bag. Because um, I'd always do a special trip to the gym to pack the bag. Because if I did it after training, I'd always forget something. If I did it at work, while I was working, I'd always forget something. And I was just like, my mind was elsewhere. And then it was just another thing to do. Whereas like, it was so, so, so easy when I did a comp last weekend like all my stuff that I needed was in there. And then I just added, um, wrapped the belt around my camera tripod and had a section for the drinks and needed my stone bag and um, and my lifting shoes and stuff like that. And there's just just absolutely plenty of space. So 
I will, would highly recommend one of the bags, actually. Very good. Um, With regards to... Um, obviously, I think we pretty much covered a lot of the kit. I'm sure I remember the odd bit as we go, but what do you do about... Um, bringing food on the day do you just eat because this is the thing with there's kind of two different approaches to comps i say eat similar-ish to what you usually do and some people are like oh no i'll bring me sweets and me fucking flapjacks and all this stuff that they never really eat that's mm -hmm. one of the issues that used to get like i say with the shitting issue that's another problem is i've been nervous i've nervous shits and i'm piling all this food in that i never fucking eat in the you know never ever eat that kind of stuff so then it upsets my stomach and it fucks my day up so for me I try and eat like fairly similar to how I'd eat every single day of the week. And I don't really change much, which means that I always pack, you know, usually for a comp, you have a break um, kind of halfway through, you you know, they'll give, if they're spectators, they, they have like an hour break for people to get something to eat and drink or whatever. And I always use that time to eat a meal. Um, I try and get it in as quick as possible so that I got enough time to, you know, digest it before the next event. But I wouldn't be, I don't advise people to buy loads of shite like that unless they do it in training. Because if you, or if you do it every event day, you eat like that, at least it's something that you know how you react to it, you know how your stomach is, etc. What is it that you do though, Josh Wan? So for me, like, well, it depends if you're making weight or not. Um, because obviously, if you make, if oh, you yeah. like, say, if you've like cut weight and then you're looking to replenish for a same day weigh in, and you've like, say, for instance, like cut your carbs, um, like say, for instance, this weekend, right? I'm competing at England's on England's under 90s on Sunday. I'm like going to try and do basically do the same first. The goal is do the first same day weigh-in comp at 90 without doing like a water cut at all. So what I'm doing this week, so I'm like 92-ish, 91, 92. So what I'm doing this week is I'm aiming to, I'm experimenting, I'm aiming to keep my calories high, but I'm just reducing my carbs uh, and having more fats and proteins or omelets and stuff for me. Um, and then aim to make weight and then on the day, if not the day before, ideally make weight the day before, get down to like, say, 89.5-ish, say, and then have like a 500, 500 gram of carbs. Yeah. 500, 500 grams carb-dense food, for instance. Um, and then uh, to, to try and replenish those like glycogen stores whilst not going over the limit. And still, so how long have we got from weighing to comp? About three or four hours, is it something? I don't think it'll be that long. I think it'll be like an hour and a half, two hours, or whatever. Oh, um, right, that's quite cool, man. But but then the rest of the day, what 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 I find work, works for me is is just basically keep trying to eat as I normally would. Whereas like what I normally eat and kind of digest well, I eat a lot of Greek yogurt, um, a lot of oats. Oats I digest, seem to digest well. Um, so what's an ideal comp, comp day for me is like, I'll, I'll get some, uh, I'll get Molly to make me um, uh, so, some like, uh, what are they called? Like flapjacks, basically like some uh, 
so some some flapjacks made with Greek yogurt and oats and stuff. Because I find that if I took my tub of Greek yogurt, like practically, I'm that like focused that I wouldn't like fuck about and actually do it. So you got to think practically as well. I think because basically yeah. I'm I'm prone to getting in the zone and then not eating until the evening. Yeah. And to be honest, that's what I do a lot of the time anyway. When I like say when I train with you on a Friday, like oh what one. I won't have eaten all day and I'll just add like two or three coffees, for instance. Right. And I'm always like, I suppose that's, that's kind of what I'm used to, but we're, we're doing like, say an under 90 comp and doing a bit of a deplete or whatever the week before. Like, I do want yeah. to, I do want to make it easy for, basically I want to make it convenient on comp day to have something to grab that I know that I can digest well, that similar food groups to what I digest well during the week, um, that's practical to grab. So instead of having a tub of Greek yogurt and a bowl of porridge, I'll have like, like just a massive tub of flapjack that I can just grab even in between events and stuff. And that, that, that's practical for me. Yeah. But that's how, that's homemade as well. So you know what, what is in it yeah. as well that you're digesting well. Yeah. That's, that's really good. Um, yeah, class. What are you going to, how are you going to get this 500 carbs and then are you going to make a shake? Is that, or are you going to have some, what's oh, your plan? I'm just interested. Probably just have some something that's like, um, that doesn't weigh very much. So I can have loads, of, probably like 500 grams of popcorn or something like that. Yeah. I seem to digest that, but, but like, uh, yeah. Just, yeah, I guess just you've got your salt. Got a lot of salt on it as well. If you get the salted one, help you pull that water back in as well. Um, sounds good. Not sure I could eat that much popcorn though, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, we'll wrap it up there, Shane. That'll do for today. So we've given some idea and insight into our comp bags and comp day. Thing. Yeah, I think there were some little good gems in there, actually. That KT tape one, I forgot about that. Because I, I have a callous prep pack but yeah. I probably should have some KT tape in there to be honest with you because it's a good good little trick yeah oh and for me smelling salts and spare smelling salts like for me because I go lightheaded on overhead events um, and sometimes loading events and stuff if I don't have my smelling salts like literally I've collapsed with the 57 log before numerous occasions because I've just <laughs> Because yep. I've just taken it for granted that, oh, no, I don't need my smelling salts because it's so light. But then I have my salts and I, c- I can go heavy. Like, I wouldn't be confident doing, like, say, 120 overhead without smelling salts. And then I have my smelling salts and it feels great. It's mad. mad. So for me, like, having it does make that much of a difference for me. Yeah. That's like a thing that I've shit. Oh, shit. Panic if I if I haven't got those, so spare ones are those for me. All right, mate. 